You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gobbler Country's Talking Turkey. It's the football preview podcast, and I'm here with my regular co-host, Brian Manning. We don't have any other co-hosts because nobody really wants to talk about this particular game coming up, do they, Brian? No, they don't. We're in previous years where we would all be excited about Clemson and coming to Blacksburg to play the Hokies, but for numerous reasons, that level of excitement's not there this year, whether it's the no fans, the horrible play on the field right now, just not, not a lot to get excited about. But hey, we get to see Trevor Lawrence play, so that's always fun. Well, and we get to see if uh, Braxton Burmeister has improved his release over the last few games. The The word is, is that Burmeister is going to be starting this game supposedly they're either saving Hendon Hooker for the UVA game, which is kind of the salvage game, or my guess is is that he got tweaked in the last game. Like I said, he took a pretty hard hit in the pit game, actually in the game before pit game too. He's taken a couple of really hard hits. Supposedly his elbow's acting up on him, and supposedly that left shoulder's acting up on him from, I've heard a couple, of seen a couple of Twitter things go by on that. So I don't know, that's all conjecture and rumor, but they are not playing him. So that's going to be one thing. So it's going to be Burmeister in, in behind center. That's different. <laughs> that's about all I can say about it. It's different. They're definitely tight-lipped about anything, and some, one of the things that we've always not really liked about the staff, but when it comes to injuries, it's a smart thing to, to be tight-lipped. So, you know, we, we know that Hendon's battling some some injuries, so I think saving him would be wise, but if he's ready to play this weekend, let him play because he is the best quarterback. So if that is the case, I mean, that he doesn't end up playing, and boy, it's a shame that, that Quincy didn't stick around and, and get this start. would have been good exposure for him. I think Patterson pushed the ejection handle because he never fit into the scheme. Patterson, I guess, he only got being able to throw three passes within the discipline of the Cornelson offense. And you and I both know that two of those three passes are basically puffball fades. And he's Quincy's got an arm. He's got a cannon for an arm. And he kind of knocks guy almost knocks guys down. I just don't think there was a fit there. Like I said, if he wanted to play football at tech, he was gonna have to swap positions like go to play um split uh, you know or uh h back or go over the other side of the ball and, and play like a defensive back position because he did play defensive back in high school along with quarterback so i remember back when he was in, in senior year of high school trent delfer who knows quarterbacks pretty well was so enamored with quincy that he said he was a future heisman winner future national championship winner so there's clearly arm talent there but it's a shame that this staff just couldn't develop them and couldn't couldn't figure figure out what worked with them it's, yeah. it's, it's a consistent theme with this offensive staff but where do we go i mean it's, it is what it is for now yeah yeah you know he, he's going to be moving on to where he's going to be moving on i mean he's an illinois guy some of the other news for the program was this set of twins from Salem High School that you posted out 
that's a kind of a recruiting get, but they're like what two star, two and a half star. They're three star guys, and I think lower end. But you know, I can't say that it, being a Pulaski County guy, I'm usually pretty up to date with what's going on with Salem. But I, I haven't actually seen them play the last two years. And but from what I've heard, I really like I really like their size and athleticism. And you can never go wrong signing six three, six four, two hundred fifteen yeah. pound kids with speed because you can you can put them so many different places. And it seems like that's what when they switched over to Justin Hamilton, they they like the tall, athletic kids with big frames so they can move around defensive end possibly on some of these kids, uh, linebacker safety. And I don't think a six three and a six four kid's going to stick at corner. And I'm rooting for them. I, I thought back in back last year, I was like, I'd love to see us offer these two. But so I, I'm I know people are gonna the same people are, who hate on everything are gonna be like, oh, there we go signing three stars again. But you. That's where we live. That's that's yeah. where this program lives is with good, solid three stars. You, you got to get these kids and you got to develop them, and that's on the staff. So hopefully they can develop them. But I but I was excited about about those two coming to Blacksburg. Yeah, that was actually some good news. I was I kind of made me smile a little bit, especially because I don't want no matter what happens with the staff, I don't want to lose Justin Hamilton. I just don't think Hamilton's up to being a DC yet. He's still a position coach and really needs to to finish that training angle. He's going to be a really good DC one day. Speaking of the guys we don't want to lose, if there's changes, whether it be head coach, defensive staff, whatever it is, if, if there's changes, uh, I don't want to lose Daryl Tapp either or Ryan Smith. I think Ryan Smith's got a really bright future cornerback coach. He's gonna he's gonna do big things, yeah. but of course Daryl Tapp's one of our own, and I think. I think Daryl Tapp's may already made a difference on the recruiting trail. I think he just needs some more time. I mean, I always thought Tapp could, would be able to recruit. I mean, this is a guy who was a hard worker. He came here All-American. Then he was a 13-year NFL guy. I mean, there's so many reasons. Well, they're to- a tech family, too. Remember, Daryl Tapp's sister was regimental commander of the Corps of Cadets. They are a tech family. So the effect of, quote-unquote, screwing him over would be very negative and not a good idea. So the moves, the chess moves that are that Whit Babcock's going to have to make in this next couple of months after this season is over is going to be kind of interesting. He's not going to have the opportunity to do wholesale changes, but man, if he doesn't make some serious moves and buttonhole some people and say, look, this is the way it's got to be. He's just going to have another season like he had this year with no hope. No. Okay. Yeah. We're rebuilding. It's got to change. Something's got to change. And I believe whether we, I know a lot of people think because the UBA game is the tell-all game, whether we win, then it's going to be status quo. I don't don't think it's going to be status quo. I think Witt realizes that something's got to change. We don't know what yet, or it's all speculation. So, but regardless of, you you still want to win that season ender and get that cut back. So that's the thing I'm going to concentrate on. Not that I'm looking past Clemson, although, (laughs) you know, okay. Have you ever been in a bad car accident? I've been in a really bad car accident where where the lady that was driving the car pulled out in front of a, a dump truck and the dump truck T-boned us. And the only thing I can think of is is that I heard her say something and I was sitting in the passenger seat and I looked over to my left and the only thing that I saw was this big dirty grill with the word Ford written on front of it. And then the world exploded. I'm get the feeling that the team is feeling that right now. That moment just before the impact of that pickup truck. Not pickup. It was it was a, it was a full size dump truck. Thank God this was a Ford Galaxy 500. You know about a, a 1970 Galaxy 500. So it was a freaking boat. But 
I still just remember that image in my brain, and that's the one I have for this particular football game coming up. I see that big grill with Ford written in front of it, and the lady who was driving the car go, oh, no, where did he come from? And and I'm thinking to myself, I can't say the Our Father that fast. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think – I'm hoping that this team rears up and does something. I kind of like to see Burmeister flip the bird to the signal callers and just start running an offense. That just just go out there and say, "Look, guys, we're not going to get a change. We're not going to be able to do squat doing this. You know, we're going to audible at the line of scrimmage. And and if he gets mad, so what? What's he going to do? Put us all on the bench and put in the scout team? I know from talking to Tom over at Shake in the Southland for for we did a little preview for each each other's school here this week. And I know at times the, he spoke of Clemson being a little frustrated at times with the defense this year because we know they're loaded with talent. So. That may be something to watch. We know our offensive line can push mm-hmm. some people around. and Those are definitely some quality, high-quality defensive linemen they have. So we get a running game going that would certainly make life much better for whoever's under center for the Hokies. So Getting a run game going, getting at least a little offense, maybe proven that even if we don't win, proven that the offense can move the ball against somebody like Clemson, score some points. You know, it, it, it it's like that Miami game, the Bowl Peach Bowl, Miami game, 1980 Peach Bowl where everybody thought we were going to get slaughtered. The whole world thought that, that we were going to walk into Atlanta and what was it, Fulton County Stadium back then, and that we were just going to get our tails handed to us. And yeah, we got beat, but it was 20 to 10. And the defense completely stymied Jim Kelly in the Hurricane offense. And I remember that game on TV going, you know, yeah, it, you hate losing, but if you're going to lose like that, put it all on the field and make something of yourself. I don't know. My dad used to talk about this. I mean, all of us, but most boys, I guess, that live on in boy world, in football world or whatever. Remember, you know, like the guy who got hot at you at football and like was pushing you around or whatever. And, and, the, and the coach goes, why in the hell you want to hit him in the head with a helmet on? Well, you know, it's like you got, you got the, you know, after the snap, you know, unload on him after the snap, this football. And, uh, and that's kind of the attitude I want to see from the team this Saturday. It's like, we have absolutely nothing to lose. Let's go out there and put it all on the field. That's, that's, and that's what I'm hoping for. You know, I'm not going to make any predictions because you know what, uh, we have maybe a, a five to ten percent chance of winning this one. I mean, Clemson would have to have a complete collapse, or the cold weather, because it's going to be cold this weekend. The cold weather it kind of freezes them up a little bit, or something. I don't, I don't know, but I just want to see them make a game of it. Not only make a game of it, but maybe scare the snot out of Clemson a little bit. Yeah, I think I would like to see Khalil Herbert have a big game because this is a little bit of a showcase game for him for the NFL. He's going to face an NFL quality defense as far as some of the talent there, and he's got a chance to to have a big game. But they got to give him touches. I mean, he can't just get eight carries. He needs to touch a ball. They need to possess the ball and keep the ball out of Trevor Lawrence's hands. Give Herbert 25, 30 opportunities to carry the football. It's the only only chance you got to even keep it close. So yeah, that's and what I'm not up the middle. That's one thing, and I got to say to you and everybody else who agrees with me and let him get touches, not stupid, idiotic dives up the middle. Give the guy some room to run. Give him the stretches. Give him the stretch counters. Give him, you know, something where he can, because he, he's got such good vision and he cuts so quickly. Let him choose his hole. Don't drive him up the middle into the linebacker for two yards. 
let Herbert run the ball off the edges and protect that. If they would do that, maybe we'd make an impression, you know? Yeah, I think, I know Travis Etienne's not had the biggest year. I don't know that it's necessarily his fault. They've had some, as Tom stated earlier, they've had a lot of issues on their offensive line this year, so... That's another area, but we had trouble with with Liberty running the ball, so I'm not too confident in their defensive front actually doing anything. So it's called tackling, and until they solve the tackling problem, and it's been a problem for the last three or four years, even under Foster, has been the tendency to lower the shoulder and hit somebody, but not actually tackle. And that's, I guess, what we can leave this with is that if we want a shot. They got to drop the other guys. They got to not bounce off. They have to drop the other guys. So I'll have the uh, written preview out for the game tomorrow. There'll also be the preview with uh, talking with Shaking the Southland. That's another thing to watch out for as we cover all bases of this Clemson game. No matter the result, we'll have you covered. Yep. So if everybody will hang in there, I mean, I know we're all waiting for the UVA game and a little redemption. Let's concentrate a little bit of goodwill on Clemson and see if maybe these guys can do something interesting and kind of sort of shock the world, right? That would be nice. Yep, it certainly would. So we'll leave it with that until we do the game wrap up. Go Hokies. Go Hokies. Go Hokies.